are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, everybody? It is another edition of Locked On Lions for this Tuesday, May 14th and a Wednesday, May 15th. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you for listening and joining us right here on Megaphone.fm, our home You may be listening on iTunes, Spotify, and of course you can get Locked on Lions on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Lions. Again, my name is Matt Derry. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We bring you Detroit Lions content each and every day during the season, about three, four times a week during the off-season and of course, we got a lot to discuss today on Locked On Lions. You will hear some audio from Matt Patricia. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Lions head coach is Mr. Media. He's Mr. Fun. Matt Patricia was on Good Morning Football this morning on the NFL Network, and it was a complete slap fest. Oh, my goodness gracious. It was just back slapping, ass slapping fun. You'll hear the fun side of Matt Patricia, and I have a theory on why he's more relaxed and more fun. And we'll do that coming up in a little while here on uh, uh, Locked on Lions. Also, Sporting News ranked NFL quarterbacks, the starting NFL quarterbacks, 1 through 32. And you will not believe what tier Matthew Stafford is on, courtesy of SportingNews.com. I want to get into that coming up in a little bit here on Locked on Lions. Also, Taylor Decker and TJ Hawkinson both spoke today to the media as part of the off-season workouts. Each had one thing I thought was very important that they said. We'll discuss here on Locked On Lions. And, of course, we are brought to you uh, today. And you can find us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, or the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Um, all right. So, today, Matt Patricia, let's start with this. Uh, I, I have a theory, and I think I've mentioned this before on the show, and I think I can kind of get into it a little bit. Last year, Matt Patricia came in, got the job right after the Super Bowl as Super Bowl losing defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots after they lost to the Eagles. And Matt Patricia got to his press conference and he had trimmed the beard and he'd gotten a haircut and he was fantastic. He was so accommodating to the media. He did one-on-one interviews afterwards. It looked like the Lions were hiring this young, vibrant guy that was going to be media-friendly. And yes, he came from the Patriots, so he was not going to be Belichickian 100%. But you could tell he was going to be likable. And then, and I don't remember the dates exactly, but it it may have been months later or weeks later, the Detroit News report came out that the Lions had not done their due diligence and complete background check on Matt Patricia and that there was an alleged sexual assault involving Patricia and a teammate in college many, many, many years ago that was dropped And it was a story that had some detail and whatever. And Matt Patricia had to come out. He had to make a statement. He read a statement. And you could tell from that point on, Matt Patricia did not and was not going to talk in the same tone and with the same vibrance and and sort of relaxation that he did when he got the job. He was pissed off. Now, I don't know if he was pissed off at all of the media. I don't know if he was pissed off just at the Detroit News. I don't know if it was just that one story. But his name got dragged through the mud for a little while. Then it subsided because, as we know, time heals all wounds. And then Matt Patricia was blistering to the media 
the rest of the way. He went at it with Dave Burkett a few times. He went at it uh, and told Michael Rothstein of of ESPN to sit up straight and he looked like a slob. All of these things. He was, at times, a a dick. Can, Can I use that term? And Matt Patricia was not very forthright in answering questions. He seemed guarded. Training camp was an utter disaster. The team was getting beat up when they had workouts, whether it was the Steelers, whether it was with uh, 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 the Giants. And then preseason, they were terrible. And then in the regular season, they served up 78 points to the opposition in losing the first two games to two bad teams. The Monday night debacle against the Jets, 48-17. to And then the loss in San Francisco, 30-27, to to a bad San Francisco 49ers team. And they were staring at 0-2 and probably 0-3 before they beat the Patriots, and it was like they won the Super Bowl, only to lose the next week, and of course go on to 6-10. and I want you to listen to Matt Patricia today. This sounds like a totally different person. This sounds like a relaxed, fun, vibrant head coach who, oh, by the way, has pressure on him to perform this year. But he went on with Peter Schrager and the guys and girls from Good Morning Football. Nate Burleson wasn't on today. And this was just a total slap fest, meaning yuck, yuck, ha, ha, ha. Listen to Matt Patricia. I'll play the first three minutes of this. This courtesy of the NFL Network. Here's Matt Patricia this morning on Good Morning Football. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. It's an extra good morning in the 313 because we are joined by Detroit Lions head coach, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Patricia. Oh, yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Good morning. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Good morning, Coach. In year one, there were ups with wins over the Patriots and the Panthers. There were also some downs and bumps and bruises in Detroit for you. Now you're in off-season number two. You're the head coach. What's the biggest difference from off-season two compared to off-season one for you personally in Detroit? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the, the first off-season is kind of crazy you're, uh, You know, for us and where I was at um, in my previous uh, job. We're coming off the Super Bowl kind of week, obviously a disappointing week, and you're kind of thrust into the middle of the off-season program where a lot of teams are kind of already ahead of you and uh, maybe they've hired coaching staff, so they've already made personnel decisions. So you just really feel like you're you know, extremely far behind and trying to get everything going in the right direction. So it was a full catch-up mode last year, 100% trying to just uh, you know keep your head above water like i said it's like drinking from the fire hose you know you're just trying to hang in there as long as you can but uh um this year has been you know it's been great you know just had a chance to really settle down take a look at last season try to figure out areas to improve and um overall starting with you know with me as a coach and uh how i can do better and then to the uh the assistant coaches and then to the to the roster so it's been uh it's been refreshing from that standpoint so many differences coach and also this right now in itself seems different. I mean, you're appearing on a TV show. You're appearing on a morning show that was talking about dragons in the last second, all right? And, you know, when you, when you come from New England, you want to bring everything you can possibly bring from Foxborough. But I got to tell you, Coach, Coach Belichick is not coming on our show tomorrow to cut it up with us. It is not happening. So clearly there's something different going on. What is it like paving your own road and not just being a Belichick disciple or the Lions being some quote-unquote NFC version of the Patriots? What's it been like? 
Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I think that's a great question. Uh, for me, it's it's really about building uh, what the Lions are going to be about. And, and certainly, you know, look, I can't run from uh, where I had spent the last, you know, 14 seasons. I, I learned a tremendous amount of football and tremendous amount about uh, the team and how to, you know, put a team together and, and all the things that, that, you, uh, that we were taught. But I learned a lot of things before uh, I went to the Patriots. You know, I learned a lot of things from Syracuse University and even the smaller schools I was at, like Amherst College and, and RPI where I went to school. So, um, I think the biggest thing for me is trying to just be authentic to who I am and my personality. Um, I do understand that, you know, there are times where, uh, especially during the season, where I'm probably pretty reserved or pretty quiet or I don't really want to put that much out there because we're just focused on trying to win. So, And that's really that's all that matters is, you know, us trying to go out and compete every single week to win. And um, sometimes that stuff is strategic. Uh, but uh, right now it's a good time of year. So you can kind of, you know, we can throw dragons on the screen and talk about it. It's okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love having you and that you're down to do that here in the off season. So I grew up in the NFC North, Coach. I know the geography up there very well. And the Bears will come back loaded. The Vikings are going a ton of love as always and then of course number 12 up to no good in Green Bay what's the message though within those walls there in Michigan as outside I feel like everybody continues to hype the other teams in this division yeah yeah, I love that. Let's just keep pumping those guys up. I mean, I think the Bears are great. I think the Packers are awesome, and you know, obviously Minnesota is always a problem. So, I think that's perfect. You know, we, uh, you know, we're we got a lot of work to do, and uh, those guys are great. So, hopefully, we, we'll, you know, we'll be able to hang in there with them. Oh my goodness gracious, Maddie P. The pencil. They even asked him about the pencil behind his ear later. At the end of the interview, he said, "I love the show. I listen. I watch all the time." Oh. Matt Patricia, what has happened? It's a completely different person. Now, why am I talking about this? Why is this important? Because I think Matt Patricia has learned his lesson. I think the Lions head coach tried so hard last year to crack the whip, to weed out Veteran players that weren't going to get on board with the Patriot way and his system, his philosophy, the long meetings, the meetings that he showed up late, reportedly, the long workouts, and Matt Patricia was did not rally his troops in time. For the last year to be successful, this was a three and six football team that, quite honestly did not like playing for him for a majority of last year. This season, I think we're seeing the Matt Patricia that we saw, at least right now, that got the job in February of 2018. He's relaxed. He's fun. He's nice. He's done other public appearances this year. I know he did something at uh, Tamashanter Golf, uh, Golf and Country Club recently, like a round table. Uh, answering fans' questions. All right. Hopefully, he's relaxed. He's taken a, turned over a new leaf. And he's not riding these guys so much. And yes, now I'm not saying that every NFL head coach has to be the player's best friend. All right. Sean Payton is a guy that I always see that occasionally he'll hug and kiss his guys and you love them up. And other times, he's a total jerk to them. And he has to be the bad cop. This was a football team that went 6-10 and last year, and for a majority of the season, many players didn't like him. Now, plenty of players like him. Certain guys are on, on board and on the bandwagon. And 
I think hearing him on that interview today, you saw a side of him that hopefully will be around longer. And the players will want to run through a wall for a guy like that. So I thought it was important to play from this morning. Thanks again to the NFL Network and good morning football. Coming up next, kind of a stunning but maybe not ranking for Matthew Stafford. Remember, you can get this show, Locked on Lions, every day. Subscribe to it on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Lions. Welcome back. Matt Derry with you on this Tuesday into Wednesday. Sportingnews.com's Vinny Iyer, who hosts uh, Locked On NFL Draft uh, on occasion, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Vinny Iyer has put together his NFL quarterback starting QB best to worst rankings. Where is Matthew Stafford on this list? Well, let's talk about it. The top tier elite quarterbacks MVP candidates, according to Vinny Iyer of SportingNews.com. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Tom Brady, third. Drew Brees, fourth. Russell Wilson, number five. Andrew Luck, number six. The second tier, labeled slightly more dependent but still great quarterbacks, helped by fine offenses. Phillip Rivers, seven. Matty Ice, Ryan, eight. Baker Mayfield, 9. How about that? Ben Roethlisberger, 10. Carson Wentz, 11. Jared Goff, 12. We are now to the third tier. Younger quarterbacks who have shown flashes and are on the cusp of greatness. Number 13, Deshaun Watson. Number 14, Gulp, Dak Prescott. Number 15, I, I Okay, you ready? You, you guys prepared for this? Mitchell Trubisky. Number 16, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> the fourth tier, older quarterbacks with some standout accomplishments, but pressure to perform in 2019 is on. Number 17, Matthew Stafford. Number 18, Kirk Cousins. Number 19, Cam Newton. And number 20, Jameis Winston. Oh, and number 21, Marcus Mariota. About Stafford, who Vinny Iyer has at number 17, quote, Rumors have suggested Detroit recently thought about replacing Stafford and or is thinking about replacing him in the near future. The Lions finally have succeeded, reining in the high-volume gunslinger as they have shifted toward a more run-oriented offense. Stafford will continue to miss Golden Tate, but he will appreciate how a player like TJ Hawkinson can help relieve pressure. My thoughts are this. Matthew Stafford, a fourth-tier quarterback, and the way Vinny Iyer has it, he's got him on this tier with older guys that have pressure on them. Like we talked about, Stafford, Cousins, Cam, Jameis, and Mariota. Does this mean Vinny Iyer is putting Stafford behind the likes of Trubisky and Garoppolo saying those guys are better? It sure sounds like it to me, looking at how this list is put together. Vinny Iyer, SportingNews.com, 
ranking all 32 NFL quarterbacks from best to worst. Matthew Stafford, fourth tier, now number 17. Do you agree or disagree? Derry speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I will disagree a little. You cannot tell me that Matthew Stafford is inferior to Jimmy Garoppolo, Mitchell Trubisky, and that's about it. Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, I know people don't like him. But in the second half of last year, he got hot. Him and Amari Cooper were legit. And I will put Dak Prescott ahead of Matthew Stafford. I'll also put Deshaun Watson ahead of Matthew Stafford. Sorry, I'm doing it. Jared Goff has gone ahead of Matthew Stafford. Carson Wentz has gone ahead of Matthew Stafford. Absolutely. Baker Mayfield? Wow. Vinny Iyer puts Baker at 9 and Stafford at 17. I, I mean, the guy's played one season. I'm not ready to crown Baker Mayfield and say that he is. Would I take Baker Mayfield over Matthew Stafford right now? Of course I would. Matthew Stafford's like 30 and 30 or 31. Baker Mayfield put up an incredible season as a rookie. I'm not so sure, though, that Stafford isn't a better quarterback right now. But 17, I think, is low. Thank goodness he's ahead of Kirk Cousins, or I would have gone uh, crazy here. But putting Stafford in the same class with Cousins, Newton, Jameis Winston, and Mariota is not very nice. (laughs) And look, Matthew Stafford right now isn't maybe getting as much heat around town on May 14th because his wife just had brain surgery. I think that plays a role. People are praying for Matthew Stafford and his family. And they're rooting for him. And he is a good person. But it's it's out there around the league now. The Lions are looking to move away from Matthew Stafford and move to a ground game and build this offense around Kerryon Johnson. Oh, by the way, the rest of the quarterbacks, Sam Darnold, 22, Lamar Jackson, 23, Nick Foles, 24, Josh Allen, 25, Andy Dalton, 26, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 27, Derek Carr, 28, Eli, 29, And Joe Flacco, 30. Kyler Murray, 31. Dwayne Haskins, 32. Matthew Stafford now down to a fourth tier, number 17. Hey, look, this is his time this year. If he's got the double tight ends with James and Hawkinson, and all of a sudden the run game can set up the pass, and you've got a healthy Marvin Jones for all 16 games, and Kenny Galladay, and a a security blanket and Amendola, Hopefully this offense can get better and Stafford can his numbers can get better from the last two years, which they've been down. And boy, oh boy, did they need a change at offensive coordinator. Because I think with Daryl Bevel now, there could be a little bit more creativity. There could be a little bit more balance. And that could lead to a higher passer rating and more wins for the Lions quarterback. But I'm definitely interested in what you guys think of this. Stafford at number 17. Hmm. How about that? Derry Speaks on Twitter. And you can comment on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. We'll read some of those tomorrow because this is pretty crazy. Uh, By the way, if you're looking to advertise and you're not sure where to put your company, put them with us here on Lockdown Lions. All right? Please do. 
Uh, Neil, Neil Mellendorf was with us recently, Adaptive In-Home Solutions, Freddie the Pizza Man. The list goes on and on with the sponsors that we've had here, Jason Strat at Remax, here at Locked On Lions. We give you one-minute live reads. Whatever you want me to say, I'll say, as long as it's appropriate. All right? We got men listening, mostly men, ages 25 to 54. And for podcast listeners, we reach you guys. So if you're looking to advertise, join us. Send me an email at dairyspeaks at gmail.com. We'll get you to our sales staff, dairyspeaks at gmail.com. All right, final thing on Locked Online, some interesting comments today. Comments from uh, made by two Detroit Lions. Number one, the Lions put TJ Hawkinson, Taylor Decker, and Jesse James uh, on the podium today. Taylor Decker said today that the Detroit Lions offensive line is currently constructed is the best offensive line he's been on since he's been in Detroit. How about that? So we don't know who's going to start at right guard. We know that there is some depth there. And that at Kenny Wiggins, a Joe Dahl, um, any, any of these guys, uh, Ode Abushi, any of those guys are possibilities for the Lions to start at right guard. And apparently Taylor Decker loves what he sees from this offensive line. So much so that he said it's the best he's seen since he's been in Detroit. You could make that argument that it's not because T.J. Lang is now retired. And let's call it what it is. T.J. Lang was a pro bowler. T.J. Lang was a very good performer when healthy. The question's going to be, will there be an opportunity for a Tyrell Crosby to move in and be really, really good at right guard? Will he stay at tackle? But it seems like there's some depth there. And Taylor Decker thinks it's the best offensive line group they've had since he's been here. That's number one. Number two, TJ Hawkinson is already a stud when it comes to being on the microphone. He says all the right things. And today, he was ready for the question. Was asked about wearing number 88, which belongs, of course, or used to belong, to Lions legend, the late Charlie Sanders, arguably the greatest tight end in Lions history. And Hawkinson was like, It's such an honor, wearing it with pride. Charlie Sanders, he gets it. This guy loves football and loves being here. So whether or not he works out or not, whether or not he turns out to be another first-round tight end bust, Hawkinson knowing about the history of the team and Charlie Sanders is pretty cool. So i got to give him some credit for that. That's Locked On Lions for this Tuesday into Wednesday. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back again tomorrow. Locked on Lions, baby. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in the car, tell your smart device to play Podcast Locked on Lions.